Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the Kachat. It is the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? Huh. I'm Lucas Southworth. Hey, John Bishop, the other host of this show? Yeah. You know how this is the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? Of course. You know how we've done dedicated episodes to Cars 2, Cars 3, Planes, Planes, Fire and Rescue, Mater's Tall Tales, and various other Cars tunes? Yeah, like those things that we probably should have watched before, you know, making a podcast about the the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We ever do an episode about the first Cars movie? Uh, well, I don't think we did or have. Let's, uh, let's do that. You know what? Let's, let's take a, let's take a a quick break. We're just going to take two hours and Uh watch the movie like just right quick and we're going to get back to you. So, uh, just wait right there. Well, we'll just clip it out and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We watched the movie. It's still, it holds up. Yeah, it's fine. Which we'll talk about probably our genuine thoughts on it. I uh, liked it more than I remembered liking it. I will say, uh, we were wrong about a lot of things. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but I agree. But yeah, it's our 50th episode, so we decided to watch Cars again. That's one thing I do want to say before we get going going. Is I remember I was really struck once I remember it was either like on a review of the podcast or just someone I had told about it and they their response was like something along the lines of oh man I'm curious about how many times you guys have watched this movie implying I guess like they think we watch this a lot but no this is the first time I've seen the movie Cars probably since releasing our first episode I'd Almost say it's certainly. probably been about uh, two ish maybe three years. Yeah, and as you all know, we haven't been doing this for more than a year. So a lot of our episodes were recorded before. Technically, like our first we've 10 been doing this for two years. No, yeah, I was saying our first ten episodes we recorded way ahead of time. But yeah, we didn't. We don't really watch these movies a lot. And can you? I've blame seen Cars us? two once, Cars three twice, the other two once. They're not great. They're not great yeah, movies. They're not great. They're not they're bad. Not great. We still Some haven't even. Bad. Well, I don't know. I think we still haven't seen specifically one cars tune we'll get to it john i don't know what we're going to do with it because it's about guido just spinning a sign and i don't know that we're going to have enough like for an episode from that but i say that about all of them and then i've got an idea i've got a very very strong potent idea i'm sure you do how do we do these do we just sort of talk about things we notice do we 
oh yeah, this is what happened in cars, and along the way we say things or like at some it's point been a while we rate it. Done one like this. I don't yeah, know if you yeah, rate yeah. at the beginning or the end. I feel like it's probably the end. Probably uh, that checks out. Uh, first, I think we go over like a general storyline, mm-hmm. uh, and then we just kind of like go through uh, the movie, talking about things that upset us deeply and things we liked. Works for me. All right, so cars, uh, cars. Take it away, John. <clears throat> they eat breakfast. They do. I didn't. I wrote that down. <laughs> all right. Uh, I wrote. All right. Eat, that's my first note. Is didn't eat breakfast. I didn't think it was good enough to say on the show, but if you think so, we're keeping it in. It's important. It's important. All right. So, okay. 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 Uh-huh. Let's talk about the storyline. Storyline is this uh, this cocky, mother-loving son of a gun. He Oh, happy mm-hmm. Mother's Day, everyone. Uh, uh, seriously, yeah. though, this guy starts off the movie like doing the stereotypical, like, oh, I'm going to get pumped up. And then he's doing all this stuff. And then after his first race where he barely won because he was a jerk to his entire crew for like the 18th time. And Mm -hmm. after that, he is approached by a man that he seems to respect more than anyone else at this point. And by that, I mean a man he completely ignores as soon as he starts talking. The king. And uh, he ignores the king when the king is giving him advice on how he needs to think of his crew as a part of his team rather than him being a solo act. Uh, And then just, well, boy, howdy. He completely ignores and disrespects the King. He then goes on to completely ignore and disrespect an entire group of people that are called the Mm -hmm. rusty cars. And boy, howdy. I didn't realize how hateful he was toward them. This entire film. Oh yeah. It just littered with all those things we mentioned of just like prejudices against certain groups of people. It was worse than I thought. No, yeah. Cars is more than I remember about like classism mm-hmm. and et cetera, it's, it's et cetera. And... More about it and it ignores it far more. Yeah, like uh, that. I think that's pretty apt. Uh, I do want to go back real quick. You mentioned the king, and I just wanted to mention you may remember the king. Uh, strip weathers as the subject of the erotic poem we read several episodes ago just wanted to make that oh, yes. connection if you all didn't i mean it'd be i'd be hard pressed not to immediately uh go back to that uh, vivid and strong and powerful poem mm. uh okay so we're going we're going from there uh he this is after he ties three-way ties this race uh by sticking his tongue out and not crossing but reaching the finish line which there's a lot to say there about how do you win this race. And also, I don't understand how racing works because there's this yellow car. It's the pacing car. And he just has to beat it. But also, if you're behind it, you need to stay behind it, which is weird. Uh, okay, so then he goes from there to being very prejudiced. I don't know if rusty cars are a race or like just a, a class. I don't know. Uh, but he's really prejudiced against them. Uh, then he goes on a road trip in which he's very, very rude to the one crew person he still has, which is Mac, which is also Mac is named after the type of vehicle he is. Uh, no, yeah, I noticed yeah. that in the in, in the little exchange he had with the one where he goes and he one lightning thinks all semi trucks look the same, which is problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he must mis- he mistakes another one for Mac and he says, 
you're not Mac. And he's, I don't remember the actual type of truck he was, Peterbilt. but he says, no, nah, yeah, I'm a Peterbilt. Which like, I ain't a Mac, I'm a Peterbilt. Now turn on your lights, you idiot. Yeah, so the reason lightning's going across the country is because there's a tiebreaker race to do the tie. He ends up in the Radiator Springs. Y'all have seen cars, almost certainly, if you've listened to 50 episodes of this nonsense. But Yeah, he destroys yeah. the town. Uh, then he was almost immediately released. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but he does get sentenced to hard labor, as we have discussed at, at extent, so we will not discuss that too much further this episode, I'd say. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to do a race against a doc. He does a bad job. He falls into some cactuses and almost dies a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Doc doesn't like him, but he kind of likes him. And blah, he goes to he wins the race at the end. I skipped a lot. Uh, yep. <laughs> he learns that other people. No, he doesn't win the race. Never mind. No, he, no, he, he doesn't. wins the race. He wins morally. Yeah, yeah. He gets the moral and apparently, victory. Yeah, sorry. Apparently I, I that's sort of how winning works. Because... I keep saying winning. No, that's how racing works. Because at the end, they keep doing this thing where everyone says, now that's racing. And I just keep thinking to myself, all right, what he's doing is a very good moral thing, but that's not racing. Racing is a competition. To race means you are trying to win. Yeah, I think think they're saying like, "Now, now that's how you should race. And yeah. like, uh, you shouldn't, for, but like, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it like, now that's racing. Um, that's sportsmanship. That's yeah, being certainly. a good person, but that is not the competition of going faster than the other person. And that's just a, another minor pedantic thing. Uh, so there, the one key, uh, plot detail that we have skipped over that I do want to talk about is the fact that apparently lightning he helps out the entire town in a very non-literal sense. And everyone seems to think it's a very literal sense. What he does is he rebuilds that road. At first, he's a jerk. He does it in an hour and the roads are terrible. He has to scrape it up and start all over and then he does a good job. And then what happens is he starts fixing the road and everyone... Like, I think that the spark of it was Flo saying something along the lines... No, it was probably Lizzie... She says something along Lizzie, the lines yeah. of, wow, this new road makes uh, your shop look like garbage, Luigi. And he's like, what? Oh, no, she's right. And then he starts painting up his shop. Not lightning. Lightning does not paint up his shop. He does not clean the windows. That is Luigi and Guido. They're fixing up their own shop to look better when compared to the road. So... It's it inspires this whole thing where throughout like the middle third of the movie, everyone is of their own volition repairing their own stuff and shops and whatnot because the road looks nice. Yeah, it, it, it sort of comes to a head, I remember, in like a big scene where they turn on all their neon uh, neon signs for us, presumably like the first time in years and years and years because Sally acts like she's never seen them. Uh, and she even says, like... They fixed their neon. I think she says, you got them to fix their neon. Uh, which, yeah. like, like even that, for whatever reason, she's giving him credit. But even then, she acknowledges, they did it. <laughs> you just, I guess, went and said, hey, why don't you fix your neon? And they're like, oh, my God. 
Wait a minute. What an idea. That really reminds me of just the movie theater in general, and it really bothers me. Oh, the movie theater where we worked? They have these beautiful purple neon lights that they never use because there's like one that's broken and they don't want to repair it. And that's That's so ridiculous to me. Yeah. Did you see that they're doing curbside pickup on like popcorn and stuff? Yeah, they they stopped for like a week and then they started again. They're like, we're so proud to be offering this again. They're like, okay, but but why? Who's doing? Clearly, people are doing it because I went on their Facebook and oh, people yeah. were like, this is so cool. Why go go to Kroger and <laughs> just get a bag right. of popcorn? It's not that much better. Most people it's are going to disagree with me on this, but like, I'm going to say I find George like theaters theaters of Georgetown's popcorn. To be like the best theater popcorn I've pretty much have had before. Because usually it's it's stale. And most of my experiences with <laughs> Theater of Georgetown was I made it and I ate a lot of very high quality popcorn. So I've just got this really good image of that. So maybe it's just that, but it might be worth it if you uh, offer like a, a $4 very large nice bucket of popcorn. Just get popcorn. But Lucas, that it. would be like 50 cents and I'd have to microwave it myself. It, I don't know why it's been annoying me so much, but every time I see it, I will go into the, com- they, they'll like do a post about it and I'll go into the comments and people will be just clamoring over it. And I just don't get it. And I get that part of that is I'm not a big movie theater popcorn guy or just popcorn mm-hmm. in general guy. But oh my god, just buy popcorn and make it if you're so it, whatever. This is not. It's also a it's a nice thing to like have a good reason to leave to pick something up. I guess because you get so fried just being at home, not doing anything. No, I know that, but whatever. I'm just going to continue spiraling about this. Do you want to read our notes of like things we thought were weird, etc.? Uh, I will say one more thing in that pivotal scene where you got them to fix their lights like the whole thing is like oh you helped out everyone in the town i mean he claimed he was going to get a paint job and buy tires and he got bumper stickers slapped on his butt and i guess he bought some uh, anti-air missile device to truck around and some organic fuel and whatnot but i mean how did he help mater how did he help uh doc how did he help red even like there are several people he didn't help and also i don't see how he paid anyone yeah we that's still that's still definitely uh, a question mark is how people pay each other because they they there's an economy there is Mm -hmm. because they mention if no one comes to town then flo will have to close and leave and then the town will die because they won't have gas. Yep, 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 yep. Which, but we can't so bizarre. relitigate. We can't okay. relitigate the economy. Because <laughs> right. that was that was one of the most. That's the most frustrated I've been on this show in recent memory. <laughs> Just trying to think. Well, how does this work? And the only answer is, I mean, it, it either doesn't. does or it doesn't, and we don't know how. The answer being, yeah, somehow. I guess it does. <laughs> Except, I think the way I can describe your answer was, I mean, it probably does somehow. It it probably because has it ha- some reason to exist. Because it has to. Because I can't, I can't do this. My first note, besides didn't eat breakfast. 
was Brecky. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> he called breakfast Brecky. He did, in fact, call breakfast Brecky, which is a thing that pretentious people do in our universe. But my one after that is there are two different instances where Lightning is like inside Mac and Mac is like, Lightning, you got to go race. But both times that happens, Mac somehow knocks on the trailer to be like, huh. he, he, he knock, there's a knocking sound and Mac goes, Lightning, you got to go race or some nonsense. But how, how did he not, did he just run into the trailer? Uh, I don't know. I maybe he just like turned over his engine a little bit. Also, we got to talk about how engines work in this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, okay, so there's a point where uh Doc challenges Lightning to a race. And then Luigi is doing the flag to get them all started and he says, "Start your engines." And they actually have to start their engines. Hmm. Like their engines weren't going, apparently. They were they were just there and they started their engines. Meaning that their engines don't have to be running for them to do anything, which is so confusing. Now, okay. now yeah, okay. Uh okay. I'm gonna say that they do need their engines to basically do anything except the waddle that they do. And they yeah, drove but I thought there. it was necessary for life. No, I don't think I haven't assumed that. I see why you would think that, and mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not a bad thought. We did talk about but... how you can't get your engine replaced by just another type of engine. That's true. And that leads to cars dying. Yeah. But also, in Cars 2, they blow up their engines. They blow up a few cars' engines, and it doesn't kill them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I I, I think it's... It's probably an important bit, but I don't think it's like powers their like I don't know life support. Yeah, I th- I think they just went to the line and then turned off their engines because they knew Luigi would say start your engines, and that's how races work, I guess. I I guess. All right. Uh, well, so that that was a little tangent. We were talking about how how does the guy knock? To answer that, I can only say. Maybe someone else was like going through like it was a forklift that was told, hey, go get everyone out of their trailers. And that wasn't uh, Mac knocking. Maybe my other guess is maybe he wasn't hitched at that point. So he just like reversed into his trailer like okay. three times in quick succession <laughs> is Mike is my thing. OK. Yeah. All right. Do you have so, one or you want me to keep going? I I feel like I have one, but I don't know if it's right there. Uh, breakfast and brekkie were pretty important to me. I mean, we can't. I mean, we could talk about breakfast, man. I don't know. Like it was just an immediate thing of okay, so we have confirmation they need food as well as gas. No, oh, yeah, and I, I think that was probably the most explicit that they need food. But I mean, they treat gas and oil like eating and drinking i'd say so maybe his breath maybe saying i should have gotten gas this morning was his it would have made sense okay. it would you know been good to have fuel for this 400 lap race all right then let's talk about how uh 
the next big noticeable thing for me was assumptions I've made about rules, regulations, and laws. Clearly not true. Namely, in this race, you're allowed to kill people. No, I was... I have a few down here. Chick Hicks is a monster. He he hit someone so that they would hit the wall and almost definitely get very injured if not die so that that person would hit someone else causing an extreme pileup all just to get Lightning McQueen to be stuck behind the pileup. Yeah, and like it's... He was willing not like... for dozens of people to die so that he could come in at least second. I don't know, man. It's just like he he does it like not just so once many times. or twice. He rams into other cars or does like pit maneuvers or like very blatantly purposely causes other cars to crash at least like, I don't know, five or six times throughout this movie in which he's not in a ton of it. Yeah, it's not even in a situation where, oh, look, this is, he could hide this. Now, he does it in the big race. That, like, I didn't think about it, but it wasn't an accident that got the king to be destroyed. No, in this race, with only three participants, he blatantly hits the back corner of king, causing him to spiral and almost die when there are, again, three participants in the most televised and witnessed sporting event in all of their history. and Yeah, it, and like Lightning is uh, significantly behind them at that point, so it's not even like Lightning could be hiding it. It's no, just, he, he's ahead of them. No, Lightning's significantly in front of him. Yeah, yeah. in front of them. He's uh, not even going to come in first if he does this. He just doesn't want to come in last. So he decides to risk killing this older man just to not come in behind this older man knowing he was still going to lose. Yeah, and it's he wasn't disqualified. He wasn't barred from racing. He got the he won. He won the, he got the trophy. Cup, was not in any way facing repercussion other than people celebrating him with disdain. Oh, he he yeah. jumps on stage and he's like uh, where's the piston cup? Bring it out. And then someone like tosses it aggressively towards him. And then he says, where's the confetti? And then they blast him with confetti. And that like, that's, that's the repercussion is that people know he's a jerk, not just an attempted murderer. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just, are there rules to this race besides whatever, like nonsense with the, with the pace car that I'm sure is like a real thing in racing that we are, we just don't understand. There are clearly like, less rules in this extremely official race than there are in the race that they had against Doc Hudson and Lightning McQueen just to see if Lightning was going to go free. Yeah, you're right. Sheriff does list a An long extensive list, of- list all about, hey, you got to actually be trying to race. You got to uh, not be like petty about this and you got to make sure you're not trying to hurt anyone or yourself yeah he explicitly says one of them is no bumping he also says no maiming which i thought was weird and fun he said no backstabbing at one point (laughs) yeah it was weird uh but yeah it was clearly and i think if lightning had you know bumped doc hudson the sheriff would have stopped the race and said you cheated Mm mm-hmm seemed serious about it and he probably would have actually gotten jail time <laughs> yeah because he would 
tried to kill Doc Hudson, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Boy, that, howdy, this is I don't know that there ridiculous. are rules. Which, like, all of this is to say that, man, I thought this uh, racing school demolition derby would have to be illegal. No, yeah, you you were right the whole oh, time. No, no, no. For sure, yes. you're allowed to just hurt and nearly kill people. Yeah, again, Chick Hicks does it like five or six different times in the two races we see. In highly it's visible bonkers. ways. My next thing is about the Lightning's original pit crew, which actually takes us over to the, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do have one. I do have one. Uh, the Isabel's morning announcement of the day of the day. Give me that Animal Crossing that of the day. <laughs> Yeah, that one came to me from a friend who knows I do this podcast in a letter in Animal Crossing, so I thought that was pretty fun. Thanks. Yes. You want to send in questions and stuff on Animal Crossing if we're friends? I guess. Sure. Why not? Uh, But this time we're going over to worldofcarsdrivein.phantom.com slash wiki slash not underscore Chuck. (laughs) I don't know if you caught this, John, but uh, one of the pit crew... His original fit crew, the, uh, presumably like the leader or the most vocal one, uh, he calls Chuck several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right when he quits, he walks away and he's like, fine, Chuck, you go. Uh, and he shouts back, and my name's not Chuck. But if you look in the credits, the, he is credited as not Chuck. So his name is not Chuck. Is- it's not Chuck. It's not Chuck. It's not Chuck. This is thing, which in of itself is phenomenal. You know, it's real good. Yeah, but I'll just go ahead and read the bio since I should read something from this wiki uh, page. It's his name is not Chuck, not Chucky, not Chuckmeister, not Chaz, not Chet, not Charlie, and not Charles. Not Chuck. He's a firm believer that a racer is only good as, as good as his tires are fresh. So his motto is change them early and change them often. Which I don't know. That sounds like good advice. I don't know anything about car racing. That yeah, that's just this character's his, his character's name is not Chuck, <laughs> which is a good joke. It's a good like stupid joke that no one would notice. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have about not Chuck. All right, all right. Yeah, good not Chuck. All right, all right, all right. He's clearly a monster. Yes, Mia Jake Tia... is a monster very much devote themselves uh, to him immediately after lightning goes missing. Uh, yes. They don't, they don't flash their headlights. I thought they flashed their headlights. What they do is they flash their headlights after making them pop up, which is so yes. much more actually flashing in a very obvious way. Yes. Uh, they also change their paint job and every time anyone imagines themselves living the dream life, they imagine the twins, which gross. Uh, they refer yeah. to them as the twins oftentimes in a weirdly possessive, like douchey way. Uh, yeah, they have names. They tell mm-hmm. them to you every time they come up to you. <laughs> yep. And uh, paint jobs uh, straight up. Ramon changes his paint job often. And uh, one day. thing really confused me about paint jobs so very much. Go for it. Sally Carrera. Ah, she has... the pinstripe tattoo? Yes. You called it what it was called. It was called a tattoo. Yeah. Yes. It was not it was, called it? it was not called a decal. It wasn't called anything like that. Nope. It was called a tattoo. How do you tattoo a car, John? <laughs> it was treated like a tattoo. 
And by that, you might think, oh, yeah, it was treated like a, a fun artistic piece on her. No, it was treated as if she could not have gotten rid of it or painted over it or covered it up, which is so yeah. confusing. Uh, the colloquial term for it would be a tramp stamp, which now that I think about it, probably is not a great term to be using in 2020. Uh, but yeah, it's it's even placed like one would be. Mm hmm. When he is right looking her at butt. her butt, her right as she's driving away. So, so yeah, she's what got... What makes that different? She's got that, and she's clearly embarrassed by it. Yeah. And it's clearly from a time when she was younger and living a wild life in L.A. And, and she doesn't get her close community friend, Ramon, to just paint over it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss to what that is. Like, also, we see Ramon paint... <laughs> We do. He somehow holds a spray paint in, on his tire. Mm -hmm. It's quick, it's just like and I couldn't tell there. how he was holding it. But yeah, he does hold a spray paint on his tire. I don't like it, but he does. But how? what is a tattoo? What is a tattoo in the cars where we're not moving on? How? How? Why? Huh? It's clearly uh, an extremely small, specific decoration with excellent line work. That you can't cover up or get rid of for some reason. Maybe it's like done. Okay. Uh, stop me when this stops making. Well, don't stop me. But tell me if this doesn't make any mechanical sense. But what if they're done with like a welding torch? So, so like the metal gets branded. different. Yeah. Like more of a brand than a tattoo. Which in my head, like the paint would like not set on that as well. Maybe. I was thinking similar, but instead of welding, it would be like a sticker. Yeah. But Lightning McQueen has his stickers off. painted over. Yeah. He sure does, doesn't he? Yeah. Also, Chick Hicks has so much representation. He has stickers all over his body. And like, that's been obvious the whole time. But I never really noticed just every inch of his body is a different advertisement. No, yeah. It's probably a commentary about how he's, I don't know, easy to buy bad person etc etc he is <clears throat> a sellout yeah let's go for a fun fact of the day do it johnny fun fact of the day there is an apple sponsored vehicle in the first race no yeah i saw that yeah and uh, i think that is to represent steve jobs like straight up yeah uh, i think the first uh thing apple sold was in uh, 1985 and uh that was the number of the vehicle was 85 and it was also the all-white, like, classic iPod look. And it, I think it was to just shout out, if not be, Steve Jobs in some way. Yes, I agree. All right. That's your fun fact yeah. of the day. Yeah, I love it. All right, this one's a tiny one, but Hank Williams, Jimi Hendrix, and Kenny G all exist in this universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, uh, Sarge thinks Jimi Hendrix playing... A very patriotic song is disrespectful. I don't know the history of the Hendrix uh, national anthem very well. I think that was a common belief. Hmm. Uh, it was. It was sort of. Yeah. It was played at uh, Woodstock. He sort of used it as a as a tool to be like. It was during Vietnam, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He used it to sort of say like, eh, "Our country is not doing a good job." Vis-a-vis -vis Vietnam, etc. That's probably a very bad rendition 
or like rundown of what it was, but it's something like that is why he said it was disrespectful because hmm. he's okay. sort of saying it in protest at Woodstock. Uh, yeah, it was. There's a quote from uh, a reporter who was talking about this song, and it was something like, "You can love your country, but hate the government." Yeah, and that, it that seems was like Sarge is a doing. very government, a pro-government person. Yeah, he sure is. Hmm. Okay. But that, I just wanted to point out that they canonically, like their songs play in universe. Fillmore says explicitly, uh, it's Hendrix, man. So even that is explicitly Jimi Hendrix exists in this universe, which also all that little back and forth confirms Vietnam happened. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. <laughs> we got to talk about not right now (laughs) definitely not right now not right now okay so let's talk about something else that we clearly uh got wrong and that's the we have confirmation flow pretty much confirmed guaranteed only sells fuel i believe you how do you know that uh when asked hey flow what do you sell her response was yeah fuel and that was it and then everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they realized the fuel would be gone, was like, oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, they sure were. But yeah, that's something. Did you notice when the statue of Stanley hit the ground, it let out a ghostly wail? I did not, but I did notice that when it came back into its spot, it was perfectly back in its spot as if some sort of ghost directed it. Yeah, I just sent you a YouTube link. If you want to go to about 208 uh, and listen to it. It's it lets out a ghostly wail like like Danny Phantom. It kind of yeah, <laughs> it it's a little less on the nose, but I'm not a fan of giving future Lucas work, but I may have future Lucas put in put in this tiny sound for y'all to listen to. It's straight up it does a spooky ghost noise when it hits. So Stanley's always been a ghost. All when the it, time. This is when it hits the ground? Yeah, at 2.08 in the video-ish. All right. No, that is not real. It is, John. I noticed it when I watched it on Disney Plus last night. That, All right, I'm going to pull it up on Disney Plus. I have movie. to. I have to. I, this is insane. That was... That was not okay. Stanley's ghost confirmed. Like, already confirmed from the Radiator Springs 500 and a half. I gotta, I gotta see if it's real on this. What the heck? You may have just saved future Lucas some work because I, I heard that through the thing. What but yeah, the like... heck? Okay, so Lucas, remember how I stumbled into the idea that, oh yeah, for sure, Fillmore... Jeez, not Fillmore. Stanley. Stanley is haunting this area. Holy crap! This is this is confirmed. Yeah. yeah, Stanley's ghost, and it's he. He lets out the ghostly whale when he breaks the statue, which we were saying it was the reason he was haunting lightning is because he broke his statue. So yeah, <laughs> I was so excited when I heard that, and I was very much hoping that you didn't notice it. So I'm glad you didn't. Oh boy, that's so spooky. <laughs> yeah, and you're absolutely right that when uh like the end of it happens and like uh Stanley's statue gets caught in the telephone wires and gets like slingshotted back into place. Uh one Fillmore sees this and goes, "Fly away, Stanley." <laughs> so, I think Fillmore knows some stuff we don't. 
but you're absolutely right that it lands perfectly back in place which even no that wouldn't happen they add a detail to make it even more cartoonishly perfect where there is an extra plate slash wheel slash hubcap i don't know what that is on the statue and it is in a very specific position and when the statue reforms to its exact shape this plate lands there the same place and then tilts itself and fixes itself back into place yep so i think they planned stanley was a ghost i think i think i think not enough people noticed that stanley was a ghost is a real thing and that's why they included the stanley's a ghost in that car's tune (laughs) yes uh stanley has unfinished business and he haunts radiator springs and that's pretty messed up uh and they've been planning it since at least cars one and that's bonkers. Like, okay, so I had a theory uh, that I thought of when this whole thing happened. And my theory was, all right, maybe Stanley's still around and he's noticing that the town is dying. So he, like, somehow triggers events to force lightning into this absurd situation so that all of this would happen and it was planned. And maybe that ghostly whale was also to terrify him to make sure he destroyed the road. And, yeah. like, I think that has some support. But also, like, all this reminds me of something I really, really wanted to talk about that I had forgotten. Mm-hmm. Lightning is afraid of being shot. Yes, I have that note as well. He, uh, When Sheriff is chasing him, uh, he can't go, he hasn't gone this fast in years, he says. So he starts backfiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lightning says, he's shooting at me. And then he says, serpentine, 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 trying to not be murdered by this police officer yeah and like i don't know i don't know how how would car gun if not spy car how would car gun i'm guessing some sort of like spinner mechanism that is similar to how ramon paints they just have a gun attached to their tire in some way okay that we're not gonna get any better than that so sure and to fire it they just spin their tire once oof that happens Several times per minute. Oh, also, you just reminded me of another thing. Fillmore talks about how it this organic fuel can help lower your RPM. That's bad. Is that a good thing? Yeah. That was... would be a bad thing for a car. It, he's just saying, my fuel will make you go slower. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know enough about cars to refute that. And you know, you would know. RPM is so, just rotations yeah, per minute. I have a super tiny one, but it bothered me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheriff in the courtroom scene says, all rise for the honorable, like, Judge Doc Hudson or whatever he says, but he definitely says all rise, and that's to set up a joke where Ramon uses his hydraulics to rise into the air. He's the only one capable of doing so. Yeah, no one else does anything. Someone talks to Ramon and says, show off, as if, like, how dare you do what he literally told us all to do. Why would he say it? They're not, they don't have seats. (laughs) There are so many instances of people saying things or laughing at things that don't make sense to be laughed at in this universe. Like, every time someone makes a joke about gas, everyone laughs as if that's not just strictly the thing they consume. How is that a joke? I couldn't tell you, John. It's barely a joke in our universe, but it shouldn't be in theirs. Uh... Another really small joke was uh, when 
Mater after being his lawyer that he was forced to have, which there's so many things about this that aren't how it works. But one of them was Mater walks out yeah. like, oh, also you owe me thirty six thousand dollars. Yeah, he sure does, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, I don't really have like a commentary there other than like, man, Mater, you know, you did a bad job and weren't a real lawyer. And Cut also <laughs> you were appointed by the court, meaning the the court would pay you if you were to be paid. Yeah. Here's one that bothered me a lot that I think has real world impl- or like actual implications. So Minnie and Van, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the tourists who drive through town who are lost. They go up to Lightning McQueen. The they, GPS? They've just been... Yeah, one, G- GPS is something that we'll get back to here in a second. Uh, but they are convinced Lightning McQueen is crazy. He th- they think he's like like going to hurt them. So they lock their doors? They locked their doors? Yes, the, the punchline is Lightning is rambling at them and they get scared and they like the little like beep beep happens. Uh, and their their lights go, so they locked their doors because they're afraid of lightning. But what? But what does that mean? It means that killers in Did this you... universe very clearly reach inside of you and tear out your innards. Why would your doors ever be unlocked? <laughs> so that universe? people you can trust can reach inside of you and tear out your innards. Uh, which reminds me of something. I'm pretty sure Lightning just barged in on a colonoscopy. Oh, he certainly did. Uh, he barged in on some, like, butt-based <laughs> procedure Sheriff was having that Doc was giving. You get a good Sheriff look. Sheriff was not... <laughs> yeah, Sheriff was not bothered. He was not bothered. He was not shy. He, he was in the middle of an operation... And, like, the doors weren't locked, easy access. Everything about it was just very upsetting. Yeah, and if it's a... Obviously, it it wasn't a real surgery, but if it was, like, a surgery surgery, that would render the environment unsterile, Mm -hmm. certainly. So that's not good, but I don't think that they go by that logic. Oh, boy, howdy. There's just so much, so much to this movie to unpack. How would Lightning have opened their doors? Uh... It I'm seems sorry. like most of the technology, <laughs> most of everything in this seems to operate under a very simple technology of just a pressure plate. Everything seems to be operated via pressure plate. Yeah, I did notice that that's how they got gas and like a couple other like little bits was they like would roll their wheel onto something and that would activate a machine. But do they have valuables within them other than their organs? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that we're not going... I don't think we're going to get a good answer on Minnie and Van locking themselves, but man, it bothered me a lot. It's just... they. It's just... It's too much. It's too much, yeah. man. Alright, and now let's talk about something else that's very frustrating, specifically about those characters. They were very clearly, like, stereotypes of uh, husband and wife, and the husband refuses to ask for directions because he's a bumbling fool who thinks he knows where he's going. He has GPS. Yep, bad how GPS. Does he, how does he not know where he's going? How would a map you, be more helpful than a GPS? I have no answer. <laughs> it certainly should be. It's just so frustrating because they wanted to make a joke about a, 
a husband being a stereotypical refusing to ask for help kind of husband who's getting everyone lost forever. But it doesn't make any sense given the things that they included that weren't even necessary to include. So you think if he has GPS, is that just built into his brain pretty much? His car computer brain? Either that or there's like a heads up display. Yeah, like in his vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going, I had a note. It's actually my very last note, but since we're talking about Minnie and Van, did you watch the post credits scene? I did not. That's fine. What it is, is Minnie and Van are wandering through the desert. Van has gone fully crazy, like it, like, like they're dehydrated and in distress uh, and they're just very lost with they're not even on a road they're just in the middle of the desert so my last note was Minnie and Van Prob's dead they're one they're they're two more of the victims in the haunted forest but I did look it up uh, and they're in cars too at the end okay for some reason so they're not dead but I do want to show you something I found uh just while I was looking them up to see if they died or not i've sent it to you that has i don't know some some major implications about many what in a couple this, ways what is this video it's a target ad i've sent okay. john a 30 second target ad called mom uh cars to mom on a mission i'll go ahead and describe it i guess lightning's driving along the the italian car from cars Two comes they start doing a race uh and suddenly mini just blows by him mini the minivan just actually brings me to something very frustrating throughout this movie go for it being a race car means nothing why is that tell me john all right so he is a uh, a precision instrument for speed and he is defeated by a car 50 years older than him all right, you can say what yes. you will about that. That's the other guy was a race car, so I guess it could make sense. He's also defeated by an animal, not just not like a fast yeah. animal, just just like uh, I guess a regular animal, like Frank the Spooky Croc I, Man. I guess yeah. that would be a cow or a steer or something like that. And if we're yeah. thinking, oh, he's a human being chased by a bull then that car should have killed him. That tractor should easily have outpaced him. But we're talking about a race car versus farming equipment. Why on earth was he struggling to get away from it? And why on earth was he running for his life and not able to go faster than Mater? Yeah, I was going to bring up the fact that he keeps pace with Mater. And obviously the Mater explanation is that Mater has extra planar powers that we've Mm -hmm. discussed at length. But the fact that he can't outrun Frank, the weird farm equipment, is weird. (laughs) Very, very weird. Yeah, and like I said, Minnie can go faster than him in this commercial I sent John. Him and the Italian race car. So Minnie's either super fast or he's not actually that fast compared to others. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll also point out that the commercial refers to Minnie as a mom. So when they're on that road trip... They've just left their kid somewhere. Or, okay, they lock the door because the kid's inside. That is so upsetting to think about. It's much worse, I know. How dare you? Yeah, but like, she's canonically a mother. Somehow. I'm not saying she's pregnant, necessarily. 
I'm saying they've put the child in there. To, no, that's what so I was assuming. The child doesn't have to drive. Yeah. So he's the slowest racing car ever. Yeah, but also he's the best race car ever. So he's not, but he is. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So that's cool. Lots of good internal logic in this universe. All right. Uh, so Mater was shown to have a 20 foot vertical leap in this as well. So that uh, was fun. Possibly significantly higher seeing as how he made the moon look much larger. Yeah. So either yeah. the moon is I massive mean, in this world or his vertical leap is like hundreds of feet. Yeah. Which again, we know why Mater has godlike abilities, but mm -hmm. Nice to know that they established it early. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so Sally seems to fall in love with Lightning McQueen because he says thank you. Yeah. He says thank you because she did a very nice thing for him by letting him stay in a cone. Yes. And that's the basis of their love for each other. And one of the weirdly touching moments was when he says newly refurbished right and she says right and she's so happy that he remembered yeah i don't i don't know man i will say that uh i think lightning's arc of like going from like a bad person to an, uh, a good person ish is like i don't know decently well done but uh, lightning and sally's love story is it's, it's not great it's boring nothing it happens and they it really feels I like the story wasn't him going from being a bad guy to a good guy. It feels like the whole story was, eh, he's not actually a bad guy. He just is rough around the edges, you know, and he needs to work on some things, but he's really good at heart. And that seems to be what they were like trying to lean at the entire time because he'll do something. And then everyone's like, oh, huh, I guess he actually does care i guess but it was like yeah weird things like one of them was oh he's trying to be better at racing yeah he, that that's his whole thing of course he's <laughs> trying to be better at racing he, he's working hard because that's the only thing he cares about not because like he's a good person uh. yeah i know what scene you're talking about i think that was i think that was meant to be like oh obviously this dirt racing track doesn't matter but he cares because he wants to be good at it uh, and wants to prove himself to this older person. And that's why Doc was like, huh, this changes my opinion of him for some reason. Maybe he's but it not, wasn't well shown. Maybe he's not arrogant. Maybe he's just succeeded at everything he's ever tried. <laughs> okay, yeah. that doesn't mean he's not arrogant. And I'll amend my statement to say lightning falling in love with Sally was believable. Because she was consistently kind to him uh, with, like, some good-natured ribbing. She, like, showed him these beautiful places, really opened up to him about, like, how she fell in love with this place. Uh, but Sally falling in love with Lightning, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Maybe she's just hot. She is Maybe the... she's just, he's just car hot. Uh, he is car hot. Like, that's made explicitly yeah. clear many times. He's called a hot rod often. Uh, that's true. But no, wait, real quick. Lizzie calls him sexy explicitly. Go on. Oh, I I remember her saying hot rod. I don't remember her saying sexy. Oh, she said both. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing that really gets me is that sure you can say it makes sense because she's really nice to him, but she's single-handedly the reason he's stuck in that town. That's true, but he comes to appreciate being stuck in the town. Yeah, but like 
It's real Stockholm-y. No, it is. <laughs> it fully is, but... Yeah. I don't know. Who owns the tractors? That's what I was thinking during that scene. I was like, okay, so there's a fenced-in area. These aren't wild tractors. Whose tractors are these? We never see a person who owns the tractors. Frank is clearly an animal, right? Yes. Like, he he is not a person. Okay. For sure. Mater? Maybe? Nope. And he just goes and messes with his own animals? It can't be Mater. Why's that? Because I have a very hard time believing that Mater would break his own fence and not do anything about securing his own animals and then feel guilty and try and hide the fact that he's the one who let them out. No, I think you're right. I, who, who owns the tractors? I don't think we have any idea. I don't think, because like, I don't know, Sheriff seems particularly distressed by it, but he's also like the public safety officer. So yep. like, that's probably why. And like, All right, I can't see Flo Ramon, Luigi Guido doing it. Let's talk about the tractor in the room here. Go for it. Tractors have udders. Do they? I did not notice. There was a shot in which you see the underside of a tractor and it's not udders but it's very clearly udders okay give me a second absolutely yeah see the thing is you see the underside of them and there is this weird bowl type shape with just like bolts four bolts that are clearly udders Oh, do they milk the tractors, John? We've done this before, but I think... Oh, gosh. How do they get under there? Forklifts, I guess. But I don't know. I hate this podcast. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, tractors, whatever. We don't know who owns them. I'm gonna say Red the fire truck. Why not? Uh, Got a question about Red. Go for it. Is Red mute? I think the implication is that he's very shy and he just chooses not to talk, but it's unclear. Okay. They call him shy, but even when he's very comfortable with all of the people around him, he never says anything. I mean, he very well could be, but I I interpret it as he just chooses not to talk, which is weird, but why not? Boy, howdy. There's Uh, just so many things. Yeah, I've skipped a few, but that's probably for the best. Only other ones I got. Uh, this one's tiny. Sheriff uh, explicitly calls Lightning a delinquent road hazard. Uh, he says, I got a. What's wrong with this delinquent road hazard? Which, without knowing the name of the group, just sounds like a weird thing he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I think he thinks Lightning's a member of that gang, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The only other one I have is also in the post credit scenes with Minnie and Van. Minnie says, for the love of Chrysler, uh, can we just get a map or directions or something like that? But Jesus Chrysler is canon. (sighs) Which is a dumb joke we've made a hundred times. I didn't know it was canon, did you? I didn't. And I didn't realize that they straight up call Radiator Springs Hillbilly Hell multiple times. No, yeah, hell exists. Or the concept of it, at the very least. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Cartholicism exists. Yeah, yeah, And so does uh, Judaism, which... Yep. The reason we know that's confirmed is because uh, his lawyer speaks Yiddish. Yeah, which, it was his agent, 
but like his agent is shown as like a person very obsessed with money and the decision to make him Jewish is questionable at best. They also named him Harv, so there's that. Yep, and that's that. I don't know, that's all the stuff I've I've got. You want to talk about whether it's a good movie or not? (laughs) All right, so we removed some points or put some negative points for the uh, racial insensitivities, the cultural insensitivities in Planes, but all things considered, the insensitivities are far smaller in this film. I'm not going to say they're not there. We've just given a good example of how they are there. But given that, and given uh, general quality, enjoyability, given a lot of things about this movie, I would say that this is a fairly decent movie. Yeah, like I watched it and I was like, huh, I like this more than I remember liking it. And I'll go ahead and say, I don't know what I gave Cars 3 because that was literally 40 episodes ago, but... I think it's on par with Cars 3, which is not something I thought I thought, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they're about the same in quality. I would say it's close, but not quite as good as Cars 3. I'll agree with that, but like, I thought it, there was like a significant di- difference for me, but like, it's not, they're, they're about the same for me, mm-hmm. really, in terms of how much I liked them. Music? Which, pretty yeah. great. Yeah, I'll say they <laughs> they went for it on the music. Oh, this is something... I, I don't have a question from Liz, but during the credits, they sing a John Mayer cover of like Route 66, and in it, Mater uh, lip syncs to it. And Liz had a couple glasses of wine and watched it with me last night and went, John Mater, or something to that extent. So that's my statement from Liz, I guess. But yeah, I think it's it's a pretty good movie. Like, Pixar doesn't miss often. Like, Cars 2 was bad. But it was, I watched it and I was like, yeah, I understand why this is liked by people. And it's got like a pretty decent little allegory about like classism. Lightning doesn't fully learn the lesson, but like he is very mean to people he sees as workers and like poor people who are represented by both by the citizens of Radio Springs and more explicitly by the rusty cars. Yeah, the disease. And there's a really, yes, yes. Uh, there's a really great moment that I think is actually played really well that lightning says something along the lines of like oh yeah i've got to go hang around all these like old rusty cars and like he says like something about how he hates that and mater goes well what's wrong with old rusty cars and Mm -hmm. lightning has a moment where he goes oh not like you mater which like i don't know pretty explicit yeah of like oh i have black friends etc etc that really seems to be a driving force and lightning realizing that he has prejudices and privileges and i don't mm-hmm. know it's not done perfectly but it's done well enough yeah but i'm gonna give cars like a seven and a half it's good ish what was what it do you think what was our our rating system was it cylinders I think it was out of 10 I yeah think... you did cylinders i just did it normally <laughs> All right. Uh, if I remember right. Out of 10, uh, I'm going to go with a six. Yeah, that's fair enough. Above like, average it's not a as a film, but like not particularly good. Yeah, like it's, that's fair it's enough. It's good. All right. Uh, and uh, cylinders, uh, out, of, out of six cylinders, I'm going to give it four cylinders. <laughs> Checks out. Sure. Why not? 
All right, that seems like a place where we would end it when we gave it the ratings. So, you wait, wanna, wait a minute. Uh, wait oh, a minute. Let's talk it. about the most important revelation of the entire film. Okay. Do you? I don't know what you're implying. Do you do it? The most important, the most valuable, the most significant thing throughout the entire film. The most serious. We need to discuss this thing about the entire film. Get, do I'm it. talking about the most controversial, in-depth... cut all this out if you don't get to the point. ...and intense thing in the entire film. Do you want to know what it is? Is there something... Yes. Yeah, tell me. Mater's hook is detachable. Yeah, okay. He says, I always have my hook with me. I always got my hook with me. Did you bring your hook? Of course, I always have my hook with me. So his hook, I'm just going to say it. His hook is his Mjolnir. His hook bestows upon him his godlike powers. I don't care enough to dispute that. So sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Works for me. I love it. Go listen to the podcast. I got to edit it. (laughs) All right. All right. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell everyone you think might be interested in this podcast. We are still in a minor form of the quarantines. The world is still a little bit shut down, and also there are killer bees, so don't go outside. Listen to podcasts. Encourage others to listen to podcasts like this one. Right here. And if you did listen, which obviously you did, thanks so much. It's really cool that you did that. We very much appreciate it. Uh, And we're also still looking for people to send in questions for our 52nd uh, one-year anniversary special that we're going to do in a couple episodes. Uh, we want that one to be all fan questions. Uh, so if you've got anything, whether it be something you think we may have covered, uh, if that's not an issue, we can recover ground. You can ask us opinion questions. You can ask us stuff that's not about cars. Probably ask us stuff about cars, but I don't know. We need an hour of content, so do what you want. Uh, and if you want to do that, you can send them uh, to our email at the kachat or the kachat at gmail.com or uh, tweet them at us uh, at the kachat. Both of those are all one word, no hyphen in there. And that is, in fact, all the things we say. So I'm Lucas Southworth. I'm John Bishop. And until next time, don't forget to float like a Cadillac and sting like a beamer. They say that in this movie. That's they, why we say it. They did, and the it end of was it, really uncomfortable because I heard it and I was like, Wait a minute, is that the actual saying? And I was like, no, it's butterfly. No, yeah, it's it was weird to hear. That's the end of the episode. Bye.